That's real good. Welcome home to Cassidy. My name is Stephen Mitchell, and it's awesome to be here to celebrate uh, what God is continuing to do in and through us, to, to live into the promise that we have a, a new life in Jesus Christ, that we've been uh, ushered into God's family, that we have been transformed and are continuing to be transformed more and more into the image of God. Uh, it is a joy to be a part of a community that takes seriously growing in grace and in relationship with God so that we can make a difference in this world. So if you're new here, whether you're joining us in person or online, we are excited that you have chosen to take a bit of your day uh, to come and celebrate with us, celebrate this God who loves us, uh, to find out a little bit more about us. And, and our hope is that in us, you will see that we are pretty self-aware. We realize that we're not perfect. Uh, but we know the one who is, and that's Jesus Christ. And we want to be more like Jesus. And we want to invite you to be a part of what Jesus is doing in this community so that we can be difference makers in the world around us. So you are invited to join us on this journey, to grow in relationship with God, relationship with one another, so that we can make that difference in the world. That's why we've been talking about this message series, this worship series called Chasing Carrots, the Endless Pursuit of More. Uh, and we started by talking about more fame, more money and stuff uh, the last week. But really, the question uh, under all of it is, who are you letting direct you and guide you uh, into the direction that you are going, into the things that you pursue? Is it uh, God himself, or is the, the stuff of the world uh, what's really compelling you and, and calling you into direction? And, and today, uh, today really, you know, over the course of this message series, this worship series, uh, you know, I think there's something for everybody. Today is absolutely not for me, though. This one is totally for you guys. Uh, it's totally for y'all because it's all about the pursuit of approval, the carrot of approval, that you are after other people's approval. And if you know me at all, uh, you know that I'm just kidding because I totally uh, fall prey to this one, maybe more so than most because I, I, I want to put on a good uh, image, not just for me, not just for uh, what I do, but for the church itself. And so I want to be nice. I want to be loved. I want to be approved of by others. I, I check my shoes and wonder if people are going to think that my shoes are okay. I, I worry about my beard trim. Is my beard trimmed enough so that people will not be like, well, he should trim his beard, you know, not say anything. I, I wonder if I'll say the wrong thing to someone and, and hurt their feelings and let them down. I wonder if, if something I do is going to cause somebody to be like, well, I'll never go to that church, you know, or if something I say drives somebody, well, I'm leaving that church. Uh, it, it, it drives me up a wall. And when people do leave 
And when people do decide to go elsewhere, it, it hurts me. Like I, I, I'm like, well, what did I do? How could I have done things differently? What did I say? What did I not say? What should I have done? And it's this never-ending desire to, to make others uh, or gain others' approval. And, and, and so, yeah, I, str- I struggle with this one greatly. Maybe this one is only for me. Maybe you don't have that problem. Uh, and maybe you're like, hey, on week one, didn't we talk about fame? And so I wanted to remind you there's, there's a difference between pursuing fame and pursuing approval. The difference between fame and approval is one is about a reputation that you want others to, to uh, know who you are. Uh, the other one, approval, is all, all about a need to please, that we need others to approve of us in order to find our self-worth, in order to find our value. And for those of you that are sitting out there thinking, I don't have a problem with that at all, uh, I don't care what anybody else thinks, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out some things and see if you're as, uh, as not seeking approval uh, in your life as you think you are. Uh, if you are finding it hard to make decisions, big or small, without getting others to weigh in on it, you probably have a problem with approval. Uh, it's, for me, I, I say it this way. I, I like, I'm an external processor. I like other people to jump into the conversation so that I have different viewpoints. That's different. It's more of a group think than approval seeking. Approval seeking is thinking that you cannot make the decision if it's going to impact a- anyone negatively. Uh, and you're gridlocked from making your own decisions, you have to have other people weigh in on them because you can't make those decisions on your own. If you find yourself feeling sad, happy, guilty, or anxious, depending on what, on whether others approve of you or what others think about you, uh, you send somebody a text and you see those dots start up, but then they don't respond for a couple hours, and you're just like, what did I say? What did I do? Uh, if you send somebody a text and they don't respond fast enough, what did I say? What did I do? If you are talking to somebody and you misunderstand the situation and you believe that they're upset, even though there's no reality to that, you're just like waiting for their approval. You're vying for their approval, hoping for their approval, and, and it dictates your emotional state, the way you feel about yourself is dictated by what other people give you, whether or not other people are giving you approval. Uh, and that, that's problematic. So if you're there, you probably have a problem with approval. If you find yourself seeking excessive reassurance that you've done the right, done or are doing the right thing, if, if you, uh, you, can't, you can't just be pleased with what you've done, you have to have other people do it. Hey, did you like my haircut? 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 Um, I don't ever ask that question because nobody is going to say yes. Uh, but if that's your, your place, you know, you, uh, you, you have to have other people. How, do, how does it look? Uh, is this outfit okay? Are these jeans okay? D- d- does this make me look fat? Whatever it is, are you happy with it? Not am I happy with it, but are you, am I making you happy by what I'm doing? 
or, or what I'm wearing or any of that. And, and that's really that, that underlying set of seeking after approval. If you, uh, if you find yourself feeling unconfident, I love that word, unconfident about decisions you've made or are making, if you find yourself unconfident about decisions you've made or are making, you second guess all of your decisions. You don't feel confident in anything you do because it might make somebody else uncomfortable or, or anything like that. Now, this doesn't mean that you don't make wrong decisions at times, right? We all make wrong decisions. What this means is that uh, you can't, you don't have the ability to make these decisions on your own without other people weighing in on them because you believe that you aren't enough. If you find yourself rejecting opportunities and experiences you want because you worry whether, uh, whether others will approve. Uh, this, one, this one strikes home to me uh, more so maybe than most of us. I remember in, high, in middle school, I was in choir. I loved choir. I sang. I, I had a great time. Um, I, you know, we went to state. It was amazing. Uh, and when we went to high school, there was no way I was going to be in choir. Why? Because my friend group thought it was nerdy to be in choir. And I didn't want to be nerdy. And so my pursuit of, of their acceptance drove me away from something I loved to do, something I enjoyed doing because my friends didn't like it. I wasn't going to do it. And, and the same is true as we get older, too. Are we going to do things only because it, it, it is something that others approve of? Or are we going to do things that we, we are passionate about, that we have been called and compelled by God even to be a part of? If you find yourself feeling ashamed, if someone questions or dislikes your work, actions, or decisions, if you find yourself being ashamed that... that, that uh, someone questions you. Uh, this, this one happens all the time in the workplace. You give someone corrective criticism or constructional criticism, or uh, they receive negative feedback, and instead of it just being, being like, okay, I could use that to get a little bit better, it's crushing. It's, it's one of those things that you hear a negative statement, like you get a review at the end of the year, and they say, you need to learn how to work better within your team or something like that. And instead of it being like, okay, I need to learn to work better within my team, you're like, how could they, how could they not see how hard I'm trying? How could they not, not know me from the inside? It's just, it's just this crushing, almost debilitating issue that, that you have to come up against. And if any of those things, if any of those things define a, a way, not, maybe not to the extremes that they're all going to, but if any of those things exist in your life, then you probably have a problem with approval seeking, that you want others to approve of you. And the, the reality is, is that approval, seeking approval from others uh, is, is detrimental. Proverbs, uh, which is a, a, a book in the Bible that gives you uh, great sayings of things to think about and think through, says this, fear of man will pro prove to be a snare. Fear of man will prove to be a snare. Actually, the problem of approval seeking means that you are afraid of what other people think that you are afraid of letting others down. You are afraid that they will not think of you in the way that you want them to think of you. 
And so it's a fear issue. A fear of man will prove to be a snare. It continues, fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. We, we need to realize that when we're seeking approval, we're seeking approval in the wrong way. If you're seeking the approval, approval from others, uh, that's in opposition to what God wants for you. Uh, it really is. Uh, and that's a bold statement, but what it means is you will do whatever it takes to win others' approval. Forget about what approval we already have in God. Forget about how we uh, are called to live differently, and instead, we seek what other people think. And we, we want to please others in our communities, in our families, in our friend groups, instead of living boldly for God. That's, that's the difficulty. Uh, Paul wrote a letter. Paul was a, a guy that, uh, that grew up uh, in, in the Jewish faith and, and was a superstar to the Jews and then became a Christian because he had an encounter with the resurrected Christ while he was persecuting the church. Um, and when he did that, everything changed for him, uh, and he started living boldly for God. And he writes a letter to one of these churches uh, that he has started. It's a church in uh, a region uh, of Galatia, and it says this, Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. In the New Living Translation, it says, obviously, I am no longer. And, and, and what he's saying is, I, I, don't, I don't care what people think about me because I know the one who matters. And I'm going to let God be the one who tells me where my importance is. I'm going to let God be the one who calls me into action. And, and, and when he tells me to not act, I'm going to let God be in charge. And, and he says, you know, I, I am known by you. Uh, obviously, they knew him because he had started that community. He had done life with them and they heard, had heard the stories of him. They'd seen him arrested by the, the, the authorities. They've seen him ridiculed by the community that he was a part of, the Jewish community. Like I said, he was a superstar. He was on track to be one of the young rulers uh, and teachers of the law. And when he turned away, it, his family and friends turned away from him, but he didn't care because it was all about Jesus. They had seen him flogged. They had seen him imprisoned. They had heard of his stories of shipwreck and difficulty. And he says, I'm not after the approval of people. I'm after God's approval. He didn't seek after the approval of others. He sought after God's approval. Trying to please people, would not, he would not be a servant of Christ, he said. If he was trying to please people, then instead of pleasing God or serving God, he would be trying to, to follow the whims and will of the people, even if that was in opposition to God. If he was still trying to please people, he would still 
have been Jewish and faithfully following the, the Torah and the Old Testament ways instead of knowing who Jesus was and living boldly for Jesus. There, there's so many uh, people that that happens with and two in the in the New Testament we see a couple of of Jewish leaders one is Joseph of Arimathea the other one is Nicodemus and both of these guys both of these guys are important in the Jewish faith and in, in 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 the Jewish Jewish authority and have positions in the temple and Nicodemus even meets with Jesus at night because he doesn't want others to know. Both of them are secretly following Jesus. Why? Because they seek after the approval of others. In John's gospel, it's called out. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than the praise from God. They sought human praise more than that from God. Approval-seeking moves us away from God because of fear, because we're afraid of what others will think of us. They loved the approval of men more than the approval of God. They forgot that God's approval is more important than that of man. Paul never forgot that. Paul knew that to be true. He writes another letter to a church in Thessalonica, and it says this, on the contrary, we speak as those approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We're not trying to please people, but God who tests our heart. He continues, we were not looking for praise from people, not from you, or anyone else, even though as apostles of Christ, we could have asserted our authority. Paul says, hey, I know whose authority and approval I need, and I have it because he has entrusted me to share the gospel with you. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care if you ridicule me. I don't care if you flog me, beat me, imprison me. I will still seek after God, because God's approval is what matters. God's approval is what matters. Now, if you're sitting out there and you're thinking, well, maybe I do have a little bit of an issue with this, then I, then I have some encouragement for you because I have some steps that we can take to, to move in that direction. And the first one is this. First, you need to cultivate an awareness of what's going on that you need to understand, understand that you have an issue. Because understanding that you have an issue is the beginning of understanding uh, how, to, how to get past it. So know that you need this. Know that you have a, a, an issue with seeking after others' approval instead of seeking faithfully God's approval. And the second one, and this one should be easier for us, is to enjoy success. Enjoy success. Here's why. Because if you are able to celebrate your successes, not by having others pat you on the back, but because you have done a good job, you are making a, taking a step in that right direction. Uh, you are no longer seeking approval from others, but instead you are receiving approval in the job that you do, in the work that you've done, and for the one whom you are working, which should be God, and then receive some positive affirmation. 
when people who know you tell you that they've done a good job without you seeking after it, without you saying, hey, did I do a good job? Hey, did I do a good job? And, and being like that little, little puppy that's following, uh, following people around, trying to just get attention and, and let people know just how cute or how special they were. Know that you need affirmation, not from people, but from God. And if you're seeking affirmation, know that this is what God thinks of you, that you're precious, that you are wonderful, that you are gifted by God himself, that you have been adopted and welcomed into God's family, that you are valuable, you are precious, and you are a treasure to God, a a treasure that is so valuable that he gave his only son so that we might have life in him, so that we might come into relationship. That positive affirmation is strong because it demonstrates your value even without you asking others what they think. Uh, But when others who know you share that with you, take that as as an affirmation of you seeking to do what God has called you to and living fully into that. And then finally, if, if you're struggling, if you really are uh, one of those people who uh, you can't get past seeking others' approval, then, then I, the final step truly is to seek therapy. Uh, because this is uh, over, overwhelming need for approval is problematic. If you can't move past it, you need to get help. Uh, God finds you special. God finds you precious. God finds you wonderful. Shouldn't that be enough praise? Shouldn't that be enough? The truth is, you can't please everyone, but you can please God. You can please God by seeking after God's call on your life, by pursuing God with everything you are, and living boldly for the kingdom of God. Pursuing God versus pursuing approval from others leads to approval from God in a way that others never could share. We just recently found out, um, I have a cousin by marriage, uh, her name is Leslie, and her mom passed away. Um, and uh, it's, it's a very strange story for Leslie. Uh, her mom had never really talked about her family had never shared with her family anything about her parents or grandparents or anything. And so after her mom passed, Leslie thought maybe she was adopted or abandoned or uh, you know, something tragic like that, and it just was too much for her to talk about. Uh, so Leslie did a DNA test because she was interested in finding out more about her roots, her history. And when she did, what she found was something that has changed her world forever, for the better for her, but it's heartbreaking. You see, Leslie's mom, she found out, was actually African-American, but was so, so light-skinned that she could pass as Caucasian. And so in the 40s and 50s, Leslie's mom abandoned her family disappeared from everything and everyone she knew so that she could pass herself off as a white person. 
Now, I understand in the 40s and 50s, and even today, uh, you can find value in, in that and being perceived differently. But what is so heartbreaking about this story is that our family never knew what happened to her. They didn't know if she was alive or if she was dead. They didn't know anything because Leslie, Leslie's mom just disappeared and decided to go and be, uh, be a different person without letting anybody know. And, and it was such a guarded secret that she didn't even let her own children know because she wanted others to see her differently than she was. And the truth is that we seek after a God who loves us. We don't need the approval of others. We need to, to seek the approval of God because we can start living for God here and now. And we can start living in the approval that God gives to us because He has chosen us to be a part of His family and He has given us the commission of carrying His gospel into the world. So let's be a part of what God is doing. I, I, the way I envision this is it's taking a step toward God, saying, hey, I don't need the approval of others in this moment, so I'm going to seek the approval of God. I don't need the approval of others to, to find my value, so I'm going to find my value in God. And it's, it's like a toddler walking toward their parent. There's no bad step if you're going in the right direction. And so God calls out to us and says, you are precious, you are valuable, and I can make you so much more if you will just allow me through the presence of the Holy Spirit, through the gift that you have received in the grace of Jesus Christ. You can be made new and you can be given new life. So come into life with me, God says, and calls out to us each and every moment of each and every day. So let's embrace life in Christ. Let's embrace the approval of our heavenly Father and let's live boldly for the kingdom of God. Not chasing carrots, but pursuing God with everything we are. Let's pray. Gracious and almighty God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the gift of Jesus Christ, for the gift of your Holy Spirit, for the life-changing, transforming love that you have poured down upon us, that the blood of the Lamb is enough to cleanse us forever from our brokenness, and that you call us into new life in Jesus Christ. Let us live boldly for you, not for the approval of others, but for you in this moment and in every moment to come, God, pour your spirit out upon us. Transform us from the inside out and make us more and more like Jesus. Now and always we pray in the name of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all of us agreed and said, amen.